Comically Inclined. I am Danny Stewart, Editor-in-Chief of ComicallyInclined.com. And I am Blake Hickman, the Digital Media Director. I am Brittany Shelton, the Social Media Manager. Uh, Jared is out this week. Uh, how we doing, guys? Still amped up. Yeah. Still uh, amped up. The, uh, just, just for the intro, just so you guys know, uh, Blake wrote those. Um, <laughs> you just got called out. So that's, that's not, that wasn't my usual artistry for sure. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> got him feeling ways. Uh, so we, uh, we had an incredible weekend. We were at uh, Fan Expo St. Louis. Yes. Uh, we initially were going to go as uh, ticketed guests, uh, people just visiting the con, and right. then we actually ended up being guests of the the con. Uh, so we had a booth there, and we got a chance to meet a bunch of amazing, incredible, nerdy people just yes. like us. It was great. <laughs> I had some great cosplayers. So much fun. Oh my God! Cosplay was amazing. Yeah. Uh, also, our uh, human relations specialist Ben is in the chat as well. Ben, uh, say hi to the people. Yes, Ron. Ron was the one who brought us along, and Ron, we had a great time. Thanks for being in the chat, man. Yes. Uh, we'll Icon see you in gaming Chicago tournaments. for sure. Yeah. Icon Gaming. Uh, that is Ron Hernandez. He is the uh, father of Icon Gaming, and all around just a great guy. Oh, for sure. And those guns, man. Like, he never even warned <laughs> yeah. us. He took us to a gun show all weekend long. Yeah. And I was like, I thought we were at a comic book show. And he was just like... Every time I turned around, I was like, oh, oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, calm down with those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we also, uh, if you weren't in attendance for the first time, uh, Ben was live at a Comically Inclined event. So yeah, this, he, he stepped out of the chat and met some of the people. This weekend was not only a moment I will never forget because of Fan Expo, our first Fan Expo, but it... Mainly was a moment I will never forget because it was my first time I ever laid eyes on Ben. Yeah, and it was uh, it was <laughs> hilarious because Ben snuck into the con and was standing there, and Blake come walking in and thought he was just talking. I was just talking to some random person, and you should have seen his face. He just like, <sighs> like his whole expression, uh, but. Uh, and Taylor Burton was actually in attendance too. Uh, yes. So, and Mike uh, Casey, one, yeah, Mike Casey, head of Comically yep. Inclined Gaming, and Taylor Burton, uh, now dubbed the head of the Comically Inclined Fan Club. Yeah, and Taylor Burton, I found out was my, my that's my hill brother right there. Your hill brother? My hill brother. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I don't know what's we we come this. from the same lifestyle. So. He's a big scary mountain man for sure. <laughs> I don't know about and scary. yeah, uh, that's Mike Casey. Adams. That's his new name. Yeah, He's Mike Casey was was God. I, I couldn't imagine running a booth without Mike there meeting and greeting people. No. He was he just kept the energy up so high. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. And uh, so anyway, uh, Blake, uh, do you want to talk about some news? Uh, I mean, you know, I guess we can start off with a rumor mill. Nailed it. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Blake. All right. Uh, this week on rumor mill, right off the bat. We thought we were done seeing Stan Lee because, you know, unfortunately he passed and uh, uh, he gave us, you know, his last great presence in Endgame. Uh, but fortunately, the family is wanting to keep his name alive, and they are now bringing his name, his likeness, and signature uh, and possibly old recordings back into the Marvel on the big screen and small screen. Uh, not cameos necessarily, but everything else. So – Disney has been playing with these uh, lifelike uh, uh, holograms. Right. 
Um, and I, I can't help but think that we're just leaning into having a Stanley hologram. Give it to us. I don't like it. Keep his spirit alive. Tell us all like about it, it Britt. I don't like it. It's just a money grab. It feels dirty. Like, let the man have what he had and rest in peace. We still acknowledge him. He's still part of the entire universe. I still cry when I see him on the screen. Just let the man be. We don't need to bring back, like, a hologram version of him. It's like with Tupac whenever he comes back. It just makes me uncomfortable, and I don't like it. Yeah, but I do kind of have to wonder, and I I can appreciate your opinion on that, but I do kind of have to wonder if that's not exactly what Stan would want, to go from being the living legend that he was to being a character himself. Because, as most people know, J. Jonah Jameson, the editor of the daily bugle and foil to spider-man is supposed to be a caricature of stan lee to begin with right so he's already put himself in the marvel comics as this long-lasting legacy character that we're going to see even you know well past his death so and yeah ben tupac is still alive he's on an island with biggie and i agree with mike casey you know uh he could be coming back in the zombie avengers (laughs) that would be so messed up a zombie. <laughs> so that's that's what. Like, yeah, no, maybe don't do that. that. I almost spit out my drink on the mic. <laughs> oh that's man, too much. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I couldn't help but not repeat that. <laughs> All right. Besides Stanley, uh, still kicking it. Uh, we have Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. They just recently uh, posted a selfie together on Instagram. Uh, is this so? You pic? mean Mike Coulter and yes. Kristen Ritter? Yep. Okay. So, you know, they're not actually those characters in real life. In my life, they are. So, okay. Uh, Let us dream, it, is, is, it, is this a potential reunion? Are they together because they're shooting future films? I mean, what, what, what do we have going on here? As, as long as it's not Iron Fist. I oh, think God. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, I would love to see the Let duo. Let it be Defenders of, without Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see the duo of Jessica Jones and Luke Cage together. Done correctly too. Uh, yes. We've seen it done correctly, and Jessica, <laughs> Jessica Jones. That was done well, but not correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just mean more, more canonical, sure. more right. closer to how it was in the comics, right. where they I agree. started out as just kind of buddies, uh, and then things buddies. got buddies. <laughs> and then <laughs> they had a kid and got yeah, married, and have one cool. of the most long-lasting family units in Marvel comics. I mean, to be honest with you, after Jessica Jones. Season one, I'll see how they didn't already have a kid already in MCU. Uh, well, that's a little thing called contraception. Teach your children about safe sex. It's incredibly important. Uh, so uh, besides that, we also have a Loki 2 cast update. Kevin Feige has did a uh, cast update for the season two. And this is who's going to be in it. The complete cast from season one. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Wow, uh, but we're going to get all of our Lokis back uh, that we've seen that we thought we may never never see again. Maybe it was just a nod, uh, you know, to the comic, you know, Kid Loki, original Loki. Uh, I liked Kid Loki in that. What he is, was probably what, what, the most sane one out of all of them. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Gator Loki. Uh, so we're actually going to get every bit. He, Kevin Foggy literally said that we are going to get 100% of the cast back in season two. Which is great. I'm, oh, the, I'm so happy. Yeah, the what was his name? The one that had the like uh, the barbarian Loki. Yes, or, the one with the uh, ha- the uh, train rail hammer. Yes, that was like painted yes. gold. I don't remember what his actual name was, but I, <laughs> barbarian, like yeah, straight barbarian. Uh, Fact check option. Yeah, yeah, Ben. What is the correct name of that Loki? Uh, I, I remember it not being something that I I didn't remembered? think it really fit. Right. Yeah. It was. 
Anyway. Uh, so anyways, uh, after that, we also had the Thor Love and Thunder trailer, as we've all seen uh, here recently. Uh, we've gotten some new photos leaked. And we do have uh, Bastet, the Panther Goddess, who was also, you know, uh, we've seen in Black Panther uh, 1. Uh, she is actually confirmed that, that that is who that is at the bottom of uh, them sitting in the throne. And I'm going to take a wild guess. They're probably in Olympia. Because if you actually see the Olympian footage of a Thor Love and Thunder trailer, you see these balconies that protrude out level by level. Uh, in the middle, you see these taller uh, visuals of people, which is probably gods, and you see smaller ones that are surrounding them. So I, I almost wonder if on these balconies, these are gods from different realms. Uh, and, so it's and, like and, a god convention? Like Star Wars. Well, I'm not saying convention, but maybe it's like a uh, an event where gods compete against gods or, or gods give their person in, you know, to compete against each other. So I don't I know. wonder if maybe they're all coming together to talk about gore killing gods. Uh, and I, then I, 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 I may, maybe surprised. they are, but I'm thinking it's going to be more like a sports event between yeah. gods. And then gore is going to come in and intervene <laughs> and fucking just kill probably 90%. So that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe it's like they bring all the gods together to talk about what gore is doing. And then that's the worst case. That's the worst thing they could possibly do because then gore just shows up right. and starts slaughtering. I, I, I think we're, we're going to see a Illuminati style where like, they're just <laughs> like, this is what it is. It's no big deal. And then he just comes in and kills 95% of the people. Yeah. Cause they uh, explain their powers. Mike Casey asked, does Marvel have sidekicks like in DC? They do. Uh, not, not quite to the extent. A lot of the sidekicks in Marvel tend to just be teen superheroes in their own right. And not so much yeah. a sidekick as, well, as like, like your Ironheart. Batman and Robin kind of relationship. Well, I, I really feel like when you're such a, uh, you have such great writers like Marvel does, <laughs> and you, you just have these characters that are phenomenal, why do you need sidekicks when you're such a well-written character? Well, it's really... They have sidekicks. They're just a continuation of their story. It was very much a convention of the like 60s and 70s and early 80s that every superhero needed a sidekick. Everybody had sure, to have that sure. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin dynamic because right. Batman and Robin were the biggest selling. They set the status for it. Yeah, everybody was like, oh man, I gotta read these comics because it has a superhero and then a teen sidekick just like me who helps out the superhero. And they were like, you know what? Why don't we just give everybody a sidekick? So then you got Aqualad, you got Red Arrow, and who's Green Arrow And it also Arrow gives us sidekick. a hero that can die and we still not lose focus. It's right, okay. yeah. It's some fodder for the fire, right. to, uh, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, see, let's, what else? We have, uh, Takawa TV. He has a Star Wars movie that will be, we do not know what it is. It's untitled, but <laughs> we have been hearing about Rogue Squadron for a while, correct? Uh, so Takawa TV's Star Wars movie is going to be arriving before Rogue Squadron. But, sorry, I was looking at my phone. No, what, what again? <laughs> so Takawa TV is going to be doing a Star Wars movie. Okay. okay. But we've been hearing about Rogue Squadron movie for a while. I mean, for what, over a year? I think. Yeah. Uh, so focus. Takawa TD's Star Wars movie, we have just got news, is going to be arriving before Rogue Squadron. <laughs> I'm for it. I love Taika Waititi is a hardworking director oh slash yes. writer. So. He ranks right up there with James Gunn. It's, I, would I mean, do anything for that man. He's known to. You can't to say that you wouldn't either. Like anybody, like a very open poly relationship with many people, and it's. Uh, he, so do, he does. He does. One of my favorite chance. phrases ever. Piss off, ghost. Yeah, <laughs> I quote that quite a bit, actually, yeah. <laughs> especially when I'm playing Elden Ring. Uh, that's what Wyatt was watching me, and I was like, "Piss off, ghost!" And he's like, "He's been saying that all week." 
<laughs> and then why so he was talking shit while he slept <laughs> while he was awake it just embedded inside of him yeah katrina gets so tired of it oh uh, so uh besides that we also have a uh, thor love and thunder photos released once again as the same photo we talked about we'll go with a uh, bassett but we have a uh, Valkyrie... bast 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 yeah like bast so the last t is silent it's not a... it's past past bast it's b-a-s-t-e-t yeah it's bast that's what I was Bast the Panther guy. That's what I was trying to say. A... That's okay. why I've been saying this whole time. So, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we also have Valkyrie and Mighty Thor sitting together and, with a with a horn of grapes right in between them. So obviously, this is probably in uh, where Zeus is uh, on one of those balconies. Balconies, I'm going to assume. Uh, once again, you know why? Why are they sitting together? And honestly, it looks like Mighty Thor is in the middle. And we have Valkyrie sitting off to the left of her, and maybe someone else is on the right. So why is Mighty Thor in the center? Well, we have King Valkyrie sitting off to the left. It's who knows. It, <laughs> or, I, or as some of the rumors we've talked about before on our reels and uh, our TikToks, or are they going to have a love interest and they're actually just sitting together? It's if that's the case, and I think it's probably possible. Mm-hmm. Um, what you feel it looks like you're about to launch out of your chair what do you no i have to wait until later <laughs> okay uh but yes i think that uh, i think it's definitely the thing they're leaning into that that uh valkyrie and mighty thor are gonna strike up a relationship and, and... i would love to see that and i'd love to see thor's reaction because he's already kind of crybaby you know about it well if i, I know anything about thor so much. he's just gonna be like nice is he though? Because yeah, like in Endgame, he's explaining Jane. He's like, "I broke up with her. She didn't break up with me, and I don't miss her." But da, 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 it was know, a mutual so. thing. Yeah, <laughs> but also he's kissing random blue women on space. This is boats. true, like a, a space pirate. So yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, on to the next thing. We also have James Gunn saying that not all Guardians are going to be in the holiday special, which is canon to the MCU, uh, and more than likely, we probably know which one. It's probably going to be Gamora. Uh, Obviously, for the simple fact, we know Gamora at, at the oh. moment is not with the Guardians anyways. So more likely, they're going to continue that storyline with Gamora not being in it, if I had to guess. And I could see possibly Dave Drax. Batista. Yeah, because yeah. he's done. After is all he? the James Gunn issues that they had, he's like, I'm finishing my contract, and then peace. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's still part of his Marvel contract. Anymore. So I really think it's just going to be Gamora that we're not going to have. Because since this is canon, I really don't think they're going to throw Gamora in there without us having actually a movie with a storyline with her re-entering into their life, if she does. As long as it's better than the Star Wars holiday special, I'm okay. It's That's a really Everything, high bar. Like, Everything is better than the up. Star Wars holiday special. That was my favorite thing. Oh, man. All right, so on to the next thing. Uh, also, we have Stranger Things 2. We have two episodes. Is that right? I think we read earlier. Or beyond two, but yes. Yeah, uh, we have a couple episodes uh, that will be over two hours apiece. Shit. Yes. It's longer is, is than, this like, the final season? I am so pumped. It's not the final season. It, there's another one after this. No, no, it's a two-part season. Yeah, so, like, it's, it's not the same the season. after this. It's same season, two. Part two. It's still not the If it end. was not the last season, it would be season six. Dad. Yes, you're both right. <laughs> anyway. Also, malnourished. Yes, Ewoks are worse than the Star Wars Christmas special. Thank you. Lies. No, I love Ewoks. They're gross. We've we seen a great Ewok They're actually useless, this weekend. Dumb there was space a teddy and I'm bears. Like, I don't know how Ewoks about are that one. stupid. Well, malnourished. If he was at the con, he could have got his book. They they were at the con. We don't, 
I don't know who they are, actually. Yeah. Uh, If they were at the con this weekend, they would not think Ewoks are stupid. Because we've seen, like, an adorable, huggable Ewok. I saw some people in some Ewok costumes, yes. The tall one, Were they people? I thought they were real Ewoks. I think they're... I mean, Blake, you know, Ewoks don't really exist. Why do we keep having to have this conversation? Oh, no. (laughs) All right. uh, On to the next thing. Uh, Doctor Strange 2. Uh, We found out now it has surfaced. There was a Ghost Rider scene that was cut out. How? Yeah. Man, I really would. I want a good one. So So was it a Nick Cage Cage (laughs) cameo? As as Ghost Rider, that's exactly what I was thinking. Here, it's, How it, bad it, is it that I kind of right. want it to be that? I'm gonna so pred- do I. I'm going <laughs> to predict the Ghost Rider scene that was cut out. We may get it on later on, find out what it was. So I'm going to imagine the Ghost Rider coming into the Illuminati room, right, as Wanda's walking in. And Nick Cage goes, you. <laughs> and then she just kills him right there. <laughs> I don't little, know. He does his little Elvis impersonation. Yeah, I don't know, but man, I I want it. That made me so uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> Nick Cage is very uncomfortable. He is. So I still want to kind of watch that movie. The um, a lot of alcohol. The massive, the the massive, unbearable weight of massive yes. talent is, is coming to. It's out uh, right now. Okay. No, no, no. I'm, it's coming to like home video and yes. streaming oh. in June. I'm, I'm so. ready to see that. I will be extremely intoxicated if I watch that. <laughs> uh, so on to the next thing. We have uh, Star Wars The Acolyte, uh, sh- the show uh, series that will take place 100 years now. We have uh, confirmation uh, before Phantom Menace, which will be the more of the, hi- the High Republic area. Um, uh, ready. Yep. Um, so ready. 100 years. So prior. The Acolyte, who do you think that refers to? I don't know. Do you? I haven't wormed hole into that one yet. Do you think it's more of a, a Jedi era we haven't like, seen? In general, with the High Republic, and I'm excited for them to deal with something different other than the freaking Skywalkers. Um, but I Look, haven't. It's like, a big galaxy, and it's all about one specific family. One sperm made it all exist. Uh, I there was I no sperm. Uh, the. Uh, Anakin was conceived in a virgin birth. <laughs> he is. He's he's literal space Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Taylor Burton, by the way. Back to the Nick Cage thing. He says, anyone that says Nick Cage Ryder isn't their guilty pleasure is lying. That is one of my guilty pleasures I have. Oh I God. love that awful, awful hair, hair piece <laughs> in, the, in the Elvis insinuations and everything. So. I never finished it. <laughs> I won't lie. I couldn't Plus, who doesn't love Eva Mendes? I, I, I don't know the answer to that question. Hopefully, it's nobody. <laughs> it, it's nobody. Yeah. Have you never seen the movie? I, I've seen. Yes, I've seen Ghost Rider. I haven't finished that? it. I I'll hope admit. that nobody doesn't like Ava Mendez. Yeah, it's, Ava or is it Eva? It's Ava. Is it? Yeah. So the E sounds like an A. It's. I don't. Dude, why do you do this to me? It's Ava. Because <laughs> it's, it's become more of a fun thing now instead of an actual. Okay. <laughs> well. So yeah, uh, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Nicholas Cage, Ava Mendez, yep. uh, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott oh. is yeah, he oh, beats me. So what's for dinner? I forgot that one. <laughs> but anyway, Sam Elliott is one of my oh my god. Anyways, yeah, I, I, I love Sam Elliott. I do too, uh, especially in the Big no Lebowski. <laughs> he is daddy. Uh, so we also have uh, WB as we've talked prior to on a couple episodes about the Wonder Twins. You know they, they debuted, they casted them, then they canceled it. So now we also have uh, confirmation of why they canceled it. WB canceled it due to the seventy-five million dollar budget. 
I think they're just burning everything and setting everything <laughs> on fire. Do seventy five million for a Wonder Twins that series? That probably takes up movie like series. Million was it a series? Movie. It was a movie, movie. like a single movie. No, it's probably all for the monkey. No, that's that's not like. I can't think of what the monkey. What was the monkey's name? Uh, it was Gleek. 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 We're yeah, not just we going to make like Guardians of the Galaxy level movie out of the Wonder Twins. It's just that's right? not the property. You don't want to see it. It just like, isn't. The ice and the water and all. <laughs> Give me a Doom Patrol movie. Like a really well made right. Doom Patrol enjoyed... movie. Like the show is good, but give me a movie. Sure. Brendan Fraser is. Yeah, but even like well, that he, would be such be. a good like. Not well-known property, not yeah. popular property that would make a great movie and would would get asses in seats. Like, people would be there to see that. It's, sure. it's basically Fantastic Four. It's a little bit X-Men. It's It's got all the right pieces to be great. It it's just mentally needs... damaged X-Men. <laughs> it's, it just... <sighs> they are coming out with a unknown series. I, I don't really know much about it. It was like a detective series. I think it's like... Skeleton Detectives? I don't remember what it was, but I had never heard of the series whenever I saw it, and they're still continuing with that, at least. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, on to the next thing. Uh, 007, Daniel Craig. Uh, he was supposed to be in Doctor Strange 2 as uh, Baldur's Brave, which is Thor's half-brother. Yes. Uh, he was actually going to be a member of the Illuminati, uh, and that has surfaced now that they actually did cut that scene out as well. Uh, and immediately, like, one that it was wrote out uh, more in-depth than that, that he was actually going to be one of the first ones killed. Uh, as they walked, as Wanda walked in, he was the first one she would kill, and she was going to crumble the ceiling right on top of him and immediately him die. It, it just, I don't know that, maybe they just had some ideas, but, like, that seems like reaching. Like, nobody yeah. knows who Balder is. Who gives a fuck about Balder? That, all of that, I'm tired of seeing all of these supposed deleted scenes for this movie. Mm. Well, so you put it out wrong. on DVD, and I see the actual deleted scenes, I don't believe any of them. There's nothing wrong with having some different ideas and trying them. Uh, sure. But just that one's obviously not good. Like, why? Like, why not have a multiversal Thor in there as Why part even of the release Illuminati? that y'all were going to do that? Why not have Odin <laughs> there? Was Anthony Hopkins busy? Like, <laughs> probably enjoying all of his money. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't have his chair tall that day. I just don't know why Balder would be the go to. Like, what about an alternate reality Heimdall? Idris Elba was oh, just in a, uh, a Macklemore video. Deadpool like, back. he's definitely down to do this. Get a silent Deadpool back and see him die again. All right. So, uh, last but not least, we got Kathleen Kennedy uh, over the whole Star Wars area, era uh, now. And she will not, she has made the statement that she will do no more recast of any old original Star Wars characters. No more, like, Young Han Solo, no oh. more Young Luke, no more anything. She says there's no money, there's no future in that, so it's time to move on from that and create completely new characters and I timelines. mean, a Childish Gambino, uh, Landel Calrithian movie, I think, would be do great. Like, yeah. I didn't have watch him, him in anything. Have him start a young, uh, galaxy-hopping uh, rap career and... <laughs> I want to see a young Chewbacca movie. <laughs> just, let's just, see Chewbacca through the teen years, like, like Groot almost. And let, let's see him. Yeah. I want to see a... him in the Millennium Falcon in a studio just laying down lions for at least 30 seconds. And then he has to come out and fight somebody. <laughs> yeah. Just just being smooth as can be. Just being There's space. There's no other way for him. Space Romeo. Or why not give us the, the lifeline or the life, uh, you know, of Yoda? 
uh, from a, from a youngling up to where he is. I don't think they know what to do with any of that either. <laughs> it's so uh, such a mess. But no, I think that it the best thing they could do for the Star Wars universe is explore the universe, it's world yes. build. I mean, come like, on, there's so much more out there in the books. The books take a fucking pointer from the fucking books, like you didn't do in seven, eight, and nine, like you should have. I mean, take a fucking pointer from the books. He's you will have so much success in the cinemas if you would just semi look at the books and bring that to the big screen. Agreed. That's what I kind of hope they do with the X Men too. I'm tired of the same freaking story over again. But that's this week on Rumor Mill. These rumors are milled. Yay! I didn't get hit this time. <laughs> at least the Rami cut. All right. So, as previously mentioned, we did go to Fan Expo St. Louis this weekend, yes. and we had the opportunity to meet some amazing people. And I'm going to tell you Lots a little bit about them. So, we met Benjamin K. Hewitt. He's an author, um, and I bought his first two books, um, and he was kind enough to sign them to us. He was really uh, so nice. too comically inclined, Benjamin Hewitt, which was really he's great and uh, random as fuck, but. So it's just like talking to him and, and having a normal conversation about like authoring and writing books and stuff, which we just launched our publishing company, um, if you're a writer. Um, but he works at NASA. Huh? Oh, my God. That's two I people. I missed that part. Yeah, that's our second author friend oh, who wow. works who has a uh, ties, ties tied to NASA. NASA. Yeah. Do not leave me alone with him because I will not stop asking questions. So he lives in Houston, and he works for NASA. So... Um, we also met, I'm in Texas. we also met the guys from, uh, the writer for agents of talent. They were really um, cool too. Really cool. Seriously. Steven and Steven and Mark, uh, and this is triumph comics. Um, but we got the first five issues in their talent run and they were nice enough to sign them for us. I also met, uh, the guy that writes Mechaton. Uh, Ooh, that's shiny. I like it. I believe he was the artist. It's that's uh, trippy. Uh, Wiley Trippy, I believe his name was. Um, but anyway, he uh, so he got us a chrome cover and a standard cover of his first issue. Now the story for this is really cool. Um, it's a brother and sister who find a glove that crashes from outer space, and anything they punch immediately turns into a mech. Really? So like they fought a monster with a mech made of hot dogs in one. In this, in this, seems very anime, book. and I'm for it. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, Blake was also lucky enough to meet Ron Perlman, um, and he signed uh, an autograph yep. for us. If you want to see photos of us together, get on our socials. Too comically inclined. Also, um, his hair makes him three inches taller. <laughs> Yandu himself, Michael Rooker, yep. signed this image. Too comically inclined. Uh, the moon landing was not staged, Mike. It actually happened. Um, Buzz Aldrin punched a kid for insinuating that one time. I also met Jeremy Cook, the uh, cover artist for this Red Hood comic, and he also had this uh, original Ooh, Ninja Turtles cool. print that looks great. cover. That is like um, the prettiest signature. It's ever. so cool. Yeah, his signature is yeah. awesome. But yeah, he's uh, too comically inclined. Cowabunga, Jeremy Cook, uh, Jeremy Cook, twenty twenty two, and then we also had the honor of meeting. Mr. Honor himself, Dante Bosco, who uh, was very, very nice. What does it say on there? Um, it says, comically inclined, uh, Jared should have been here. Honor, uh, Dante Bosco. <laughs> 
So, oh, by the way, uh, I do have a message from Ron Perlman, actually. Yeah. Uh, I asked Ron Perlman. I was like, hey, will you mention something about our good friend Jared who wasn't here today? He's like, like, what? I was like, I don't know. Just anything. He's like, like he sucks? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I won't put that on there. You just tell him I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jared, if you're listening, Ron Perlman uh, ha- feels ways about you. Screenshot yeah. or it didn't happen. But Ron Perlman's, your, ma- your name came out of Ron Perlman's mouth. So. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah. And uh, also the voice of Prince Zuko himself, uh, Dante Bosco, uh, also uh, knows who you are, Jared. <laughs> uh, one more artist or author. Uh, we met Travis Langley, the psychology guy. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't have the book oh, yeah. here with me, uh, but I bought the book, Captain America versus Iron Man, Freedom, Security, and Psychology. Uh, I've yet to read it, but I, honestly, I'm probably going to do like a short like summary over it and probably post a video here soon once I read through it. But a very interesting take on – he's got the Batman psychology, uh, Doctor Who psychology. Yeah, he's got a whole dead. series. It's all science. Very uh, interesting. Science fiction and comic book character Joker, psychology. I'm sure you're going to need some yeah. – But he's also in Barnes & Nobles that. across the country if you want to pick up one of his books. Yep. So this week on Top 5, we are doing Top 5 Swordsmen. Um, if you want to follow along in the chat, don't be afraid to post your Top 5s, and we'll read them off as we go. Um, we, we do it from 5 to 1, so don't throw your number 1 up there first. Uh, live how you want to live. Yeah, but but also follow my rules, because it's my show, and Rebel that's my microphone. Um, anyway, so Top 5s. <laughs> uh, Blake, you are in the... I win. The very fortunate seat of I am. Being, being number one on yes. this to, to go here. I'm so excited about this. Yeah. Uh, like right off the written. bat, I, I looked at my top five, and, and I was like, this, 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 and this. And I was very let down that nobody even tried to, you know, even repeat any of these. Uh, so uh, Zorro, the mask of Zorro, Antonio Banderas specifically, or any Zorro. Uh, I love Zorro. He's a great swordsman. I mean, that's what he's Zorro's known for. Zorro's amazing. Uh, what's, skilled, what's Zorro's story? Uh, he's a skilled sword fighter. Uh, I mean, honestly, uh, he sits there and, and goes to help the, the people who is being ruled by uh, the people with uh, <laughs> more money and that are being done wrong. Uh, also, uh, he's inspired, he is, uh, inspired the creator of Batman. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the movie that the uh, Waynes were leaving was Zorro the Gay Blade, whenever right. uh, the Waynes were struck down. Uh, his dynamic fighting style allows him to master multiple sword fighting techniques as well. Uh, so, yeah. So does that mean you kind of like DC? No, it don't. Uh, it means DC copied something I liked. So, Oh, nice. Brittany, yeah. you're number five. <laughs> My number five is Valkyrie. Um, I want to go on a complete spiel, but you have to wait a little bit longer about that. But she's really Is that in your hyper-focus this week? I admit nothing. Okay. Guess we'll find out when we get there. Emma, what do we have in chat? Nick Beck said Ronan. Yeah, Uh, Ronan from... uh, Well, actually, do you mean the MCU Ronan or the Marvel Universe or just both? Either way, Uh, they're pretty great. Yeah, because Ronan... Hawkeye is a ninja. It's an interesting concept. You think that man is limited with a bow? Hell no. Oh, he can do anything. Yeah. Can wield a. <laughs> what is going on with you tonight? What is he trying uh, to wield? Max? <laughs> he can do anything. Whatever you want to imply is on you, sir. Trunks, yeah. Trunks from Dragon Ball Z. It's the son of Vegeta, oh, yeah. uh, sent from a dystopian future back to the past to try to save things. Uh, also took down Android 17 and 18. Uh, in the animated movie. Uh, it's been a while. But yeah, Trunks, Trunks was an amazing swordsman. What's next, Emma? 
Taylor Burton said Wade Wilson in Origins Wolverine for the funky experiment. Oh no. <laughs> Why? Somebody was gonna do it. Why, Taylor? It. Why? You're my new favorite. Gross. Anyway, Ben Stewart said Obi Wan Kenobi. Because awesome. all the East, all the best. Wow, spelling Walt. All the best <laughs> Star Wars fights involve Ben. And Malnourished said Master Chief. Uh, and we've also got Michael Stewart, uh, my oldest brother, in the comments. He said He-Man. And how? yeah, He-Man's a badass. I almost put She-Ra on my list. Yeah, she's up there, too. Uh, my number five is Yusagi Ojimbo, uh, the samurai rabbit from Stan Sakai's uh, long-running manga series. Uh, and also was so popular that whenever he did a crossover with the Turtles in their comics... Um, they ended up bringing him into the cartoon. So the first, like, Yusagi Ojimbo experience or exposure I had was through the original Ninja Turtles cartoon. But then as I got older and realized that he was his own thing this whole time, uh, I really fell into the lore, and he's really amazing. And now he's got his own Netflix series, which I haven't gotten to see yet, but I hear it's not good. So. What was the Netflix series? Yusagi. Uh, our yeah. Yusagi Ojimbo, uh, Samurai Rabbit, I think is the name of it. Blake, you're number four. Number four, uh, someone who's very popular on the in internet right now uh, is being highly talked about. And, uh, Can't imagine why. Highly inf uh, sympathetic for Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow. Uh, nobody quite has the swagger of a swords fighter like that man, it, let alone a drunken gate. You know, I mean, the, the way that man sits there and is drunk all the time, loves rum, and just has this little, you know... I mean, it's a hell of a swordsman. So. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't the best swordsman in that movie series. I've sure, never but... seen him struck down. So, I mean, he does get defeated by uh, one time. The uh, Orlando Bloom. What's Orlando Bloom's character's name? I uh, shit. Yeah, I don't know uh, either. Brittany, you're number four. Will Turner. Will Turner. You uh, also, I want to say, uh, partly in the comments uh, from our YouTube side. Uh, Guts from uh, Berserker, total badass. I completely agree. Guts is insanely good. Brittany, your number four. My number four is Kampachi from Bleach. I just started the series. I'm actually like three seasons in, but the where he and him that went up together, and he just has his little bells, and that's all he uses. He doesn't even actually fully channel his sword and can kick some serious booty. He was really fun to watch. Okay, yeah, I've seen Bleach. Uh, the thing I love about Bleach is that it is based around swordsmanship mm -hmm. and uh, having some sword training uh, and a really nice set of katanas. Um, I really lean into stuff like that. That's why SA uh, SAO is so important to me. Like, I yeah, love yeah. that series, which I'll get back around to that. <laughs> Emma, what do we got in chat? Nick Beck said Conan. Yeah, Conan the Barbarian. Hell yeah. Uh, from a young age... Uh, uh, weeded out from uh, as the strongest uh, ever and uh, grows to be king and take down all of his enemies. Conan, he, there's such a lasting legacy around that character, and I, I love him. Mike Casey said Kuwabara. Kuwabara from Yu Yu Hakusho, uh, the spirit sword. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Kuwabara is a badass. Oh, sorry. Beatrix Kiddo. Yes, the uh, the bride from uh, Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Uh, yes, and the the scene when she fights the crazy eighty eight is amazing. It's so good. Probably one of the best choreographed sword fight scenes in cinema history. Hmm. Malnourished said Sergeant Kabukiman. 
I'm not sure who that is. Anybody? Again, Sergeant Kabuki Man. Oh yeah. No, I don't know. (laughs) Of all people, I'm not going to know. I'll look it up. I don't. I don't know who that is. Said Sandor, the Hound Kligan. Uh, and I know that if you open your mouth one more time, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to eat every goddamn chicken in this place. Oh, (laughs) Uh, the Hound from Game of Thrones is amazing. Um, one of those characters that in the books he's a real badass, but then brought to the screen. Uh, in the TV series, he not so much. He kind no, of goes he's amazing. Into a softy a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he just finds something to care about. Mm-hmm. Um, he'd never been shown any sort of affection or love in his life, so kind of nice. I liked it. Exactly. Uh, my number four is Kirito from Sword Art Online. Um, Kirito is one of those characters you don't expect him to be all that strong. He takes uh, takes off by himself, doesn't join a particular team in the show and comes back as the baddest swordsman in the land just from being out and practicing on his own without everybody else and he remains there for the rest of the series and it's in the next series yes and the next and the, next, and the next couple the next of series one. and the movies and the ovas he's amazing in all of them blake you're number three number three maximus uh russell crowe from gladiator yeah uh Obviously, like right at the beginning, you see how bad, I mean, badass of a soldier he is for Caesar. Uh, I mean, people respect him like crazy. I mean, uh, he, he's killed more men than anybody in that history. Uh, then also, then you know, he's betrayed by uh, Caesar's son, the new Caesar. Uh, kills his wife and son. And he's in the Colosseum. Uh, he fights alone, and he ends up, you know, with a little small band of misfits and. Uh, it's just a freaking badass throughout the whole entire movie. I'd say he's a great fighter. I wouldn't necessarily say he's a great swordsman, but I can see where that would those mm-hmm. sword skills would tr- lean into that. But he's mm-hmm. just tactically brilliant. Yeah. Well, everybody's got opinions. So, <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, you're number three. Uh, my number three is Ezra Scarlet from Fairy Tale. I like she uses swords almost in all of her forms that she can take place in, and she's a badass with all of them. In any type of sword that you throw her away. She's one of the most powerful wizards. Yeah. I, I never finished uh, Fairy Tale. It's something I definitely need to do. It's on my list. I'm not judging you at all. Yeah, you are. I can see it in your <laughs> eyes. Emma, what do we got in chat? Mike Casey said, hello, I am in a Gomentoya. You killed my father. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in Montoya's hunt for the six-fingered man. Uh, and I would say Wesley was the better sword fighter of the two of those in Princess Bride, but it's not the better; it's our favorite. No, yeah, totally. I totally get it, but that's what I'm saying. Out of those two, he's my favorite. Uh, but Inigo, yeah, uh, uh, what's his name? Mandy Patinkin. Uh, Mandy Patinkin. Uh, that's a fun name to say. It is right. I, great I mean, actor. It doesn't necessarily lean into great swordsman. But great actor uh, for sure. You know, that's why you don't read a book by its cover. Between that and Criminal Minds, he had my heart. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? I love Nick Beck Criminal Minds. said Kevin mm-hmm. Sorbo's Hercules. Uh, I mean, you don't see him doing a lot of sword fighting in Hercules, but I, I mean, that was. Technicality. I mean, he's. It's hard to stand up to anybody that's that strong for sure. Mel Nurse said Jamie Lannister. Uh, yeah, Jamie Lannister, Game of Thrones again. Uh, um, he gets better as George R. R. Martin himself said that Jamie Lannister was the greatest swordsman to ever live. Really? So, but uh, I mean, he's a uh, little biased. Yeah, he did create yeah. him. Uh, Taylor Burton. What else we got? Brad Pitt, Achilles and Troy. That's right. Oh my God! Great and swordsman. also, he was perfect. Like 
Brad Pitt went into the mountains and trained for six months by himself to achieve the body he had in in Troy, and he didn't keep yeah. it very long because no. the amount of training and dedication it took to get there was crazy. But man, did it work in the movie? He looked so good, and you could—it was believable. It was like, wow, it, yeah, it, he it could was, kill anybody. Yeah. Yep, he could slay anything. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for it me. said Ogami Ito. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so Ogami Ito, Lone Wolf of Lone Wolf and Cub, the legendary uh, samurai-turned-assassin uh, who, um, after his family is killed, goes on the hunt for the group of people that uh, that killed them. Sorry, my chair was wrapped in the tablecloth. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but man, I love Lone Wolf and Cub. Uh, actually, when uh, Ben was little, it was he was my little cub. It, I was Aww. we were Weird. like the lone wolf <laughs> baby stories. But anyway, I like uh, it because partly yeah, it said Snake Eyes. And who could leave the legendary GI Joe Ninja yes. off of this list? Seriously, um, Snake Eyes, played by Ray Park in the first movie. Uh, I don't know if it was Ray Park in the second one, but I think it was though. Um, Played by Ray Park in the first and second movie, uh, who, as we all know, is also Darth Maul. Um, so Darth Maul and Snake Eyes are portrayed by the same legendary uh, wushu martial artist. My number three is Roranoa Zoa. Zoro? Shit. <laughs> Roranoa Zoro from One Piece, uh, the green-haired uh, sword wielder, uh, known for his three-sword combat style, where he keeps one in his mouth and wields the other two with his hands. Uh, and if you're not a fan of One Piece, by the thousandth or so <laughs> episode slash issue, he is on such a crazy power level and so skilled as a swordsman that he's unrivaled by anyone. So, uh, Blake, you're number two. <laughs> My number two, the one and only, uh, the only man I would probably leave a woman for, Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool, uh, Wade Wilson. Oh, really? Yep. Thought I'd it was, be mad if you I thought didn't. it was Hugh Jackman. No, that's debatable. I guess you're not much of a Wolverine fan. Ah, listen to this guy. Shots fired. Uh, no, I'm not. I love Hugh Jackman, but we're not talking about Wolverine. We're talking about actual like people who sports. exist. As you were explaining to me earlier, people who exist in reality, uh, not characters. Well, I mean, if you I, as if in, you can't as, as in fictional characters, Wolverine is my all time. If favorite. you don't think that Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, I don't even know what to do for you. <laughs> How are you even a Wolverine fan? Oh, uh, okay. I have questions. No, yeah, I, I stay corrected. There's two. You're right. <laughs> all right, uh, but yeah, uh, Deadpool, Wade Wilson, uh, mercenary, uh, dual katana uh, wielder. Uh, nobody's quite like him, and nobody can mouth and fight at the same time like him. Yeah, that's true. He's he's right up there with Spider Man for being able to be a lippy combatant. I think I he tops Spider Man. <laughs> I mean, he would definitely top Spider Man if he could. <laughs> Brittany, you're number two. And yet, I get in trouble. <laughs> Asana from Sword Art Online. Yes, she can pretty well almost stay up on par with Kirito. Yes, and she is the best swordswoman out of all of them and holds her own. The only time where she is taken out is basically where the game code gets altered so she can't really escape what she's being dealt. But right now she's kind of like a god. So yes, they're both Spoiler incredible. alert. Um, yeah, she's just a badass. Emma, what do we got in chat? Mike Casey said Geralt from The Witcher. Yes, Geralt of Rivia from the Witcher series, uh, an amazing swordsman in his own right, 
Uh, he's been part of some Are You Duns on this show, and uh, it's hard to argue against him. He's such yeah. a strong, amazing character. Henry Cavill. Ben Stewart said his number two was Achilles. Troy? Yes, yeah, so uh, previously listed by Taylor Burton, who's the better of the two of them right now because he got <laughs> it out there first. Uh, yeah, all the things we said before. Nick Beck said James Logan Howlett, a.k.a. Wolverine. Yes, uh, Wolverine himself is a trained uh, samurai and at one time wielded the Muramasa blade, which was forged from his own hate and creates wounds that nothing can heal. Which also made neither mine or Danny's list. <laughs> That's true. So we now have the true fans. That's true. I wouldn't you guys have to revoke your uh, titles at as, this uh, point. Because partly so said Rengoku. <laughs> yes, Rengoku. Taylor Burton, Eli from the Book of Eli. I've... <laughs> full disclosure, I've never seen Book of Eli. It's but actually I, a great movie. I've heard that. No, I've heard it that is quite a, a great movie. The, the actual scene that he's talking about is phenomenal. Actually, the whole fucking movie is phenomenal. Like, you, yeah. you should seriously I know there's a big it. plot twist at the end that I already know I've, what it is. It, it, who cares about the plot twist? The movie is good. The acting's great. The, the visual, all of it. Danny, so. you know my favorite thing? What? Is when you and I haven't seen something and Blake has the level of excitement he gets. Well, it doesn't happen very often, so I have to bask in the moment. You it's know? true. It's just it's like true. a kid in the kid is like, oh, I got something. Oh, my God, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have to see it. Well, hey, when those moments come few and far between, you have to grasp them. You know, so. All right, what else You're we got? so pretty. Mal Nurse said Melania. Melania, Blade of yeah. Makila, uh, from Elden Ring. Maybe I've not gotten to that boss fight yet, but I've already work. heard that she's an absolute nightmare to defeat. Or oh, he? You haven't got there yet? No. Oh, damn. Wyatt guys, told me so. you probably would not it by now. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. My number two is Bruce Wayne, uh, also known to most people as Batman. But Bruce Wayne is one of the most accomplished martial arts uh, in any form of literary creation of all time ever and uh he is insanely good with a sword Thanks he's so good at them that he just doesn't use them because uh, he if he picked one up it would just make every battle game over extremely one-sided yes. yeah like that plot armor <laughs> blake your number Thanks for joining us for Comic Lane Con. <laughs> We're all deaf now. We will uh, see you next week. My number one, and I just really enjoy this actress. Uh, this is why it's my number one. She she's phenomenal at acting, uh, and I love seeing these. I know mine's been all cinema, so I, I I really love seeing all of these people on screen. But I just have to say the one that just really sticks with me, impresses me, and just I just love the character is Michonne from The Walking Dead. Yes, She's lawyer turned samurai yes. Michonne from The yes. Walking Dead. You know, uh, the um, uh, for the comic fans, because I don't think they ever really get into this in the show, but she had a neighbor who had some katanas hanging on mm -hmm. his wall, mm -hmm. and she broke into his house and took them, and that's how she started with swords and I mean, just taught herself. Well, then also, like, taking the two family members, you're, you're, you're afraid to kill in, in the, in the uh, 
the TV show. I don't. I have not read the comics. Uh, and, and to literally just whack their jaws off and their arms, and to keep them on chains to keep them with you. Like I don't know. Her just her whole level of a character is so different and just so deep uh, compared to a lot of the characters that they had on that show. Uh, I just I just love her character on that, and, and she did a phenomenal acting job. Yes, Danny Guerrero, um, also Okoya in yeah, Okoya. Uh, Black Panther. Yep. Uh, it, she's a phenomenal actress to begin with, and a beautiful, oh, beautiful, beautiful woman. Yes, yes. And, I mean, uh, and the way she can just wield any weapon on, on the cinema screen is just amazing. Yes, agreed, agreed. Uh, Brittany, you're number one. You killed my father. Prepare to die. In the ah. Montoya. Yes. I got my, like, thunder taken, but I respect it because it should be on everybody's list. Mandy Patinkin. Between him and As You Wish. Or should we call him Daddy Patinkin? And yet I get in trouble. <laughs> Can we not? Oh, That's going to be my next shirt. And yet I get in trouble. Daddy Patinkin. <laughs> <laughs> Emma. Well, what do we got Stewart in chat? said Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Ma, 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 ma. Sephiroth. Yeah, that's his like theme song. Uh, Sephiroth, total badass. He wields a uh, what is the name of that? Uh, it's it's like an eight foot long katana, and damn, check. almost impossible to defeat. He's even worse in the Kingdom Hearts games. Well, when you have that kind of mm. fucking reach, who can defeat you? <laughs> well, he's a he's a one winged angel who can fly and wield fire and has a incredibly long katana that he will just destroy you with uh side note is that key technically a sword or is the sword technically a key the keyblade yeah it's a key but is it a blade it's a key blade so it's is it a key that's a blade or a blade that's a key <laughs> so Both. it's a key so it's, it's a key that's it's a blade. A battle it's key. a key that can kill you. It's a key to battle with. So it's with. a key that's a blade. Well, I don't even know why they call it a key blade, because with very few exceptions in Kingdom Hearts, the edge of it is not sharp at all. My favorite thing is whenever you come up to a door and it's like, it's locked, we need a key, and you're holding the key blade, and you're just like, all right. <laughs> well, it's magic. You just <laughs> aim it, it locks, and they unlock. It's... it's- uh, so it's Santa magic. That's how Santa <laughs> gets into your house. Nick Beck said Voltron. Yes, the legendary defender Voltron. Uh, five mighty lions who form to join one giant robot. If you've not watched the Netflix series, you need to yes, watch you that do. Netflix series. It is I agree. Just, yeah. Don't Chef watch kiss. the last season, though. Huh? The last season. It's good. I still accept it. You don't like the last season? It's I really sad because that. it ends, and that's sad yeah. about it. It has a definitive ending. Uh, Emma, what else we got? Mike Casey said Link from Legends of Zelda. Hell yeah. Surprise, well, surprise. One of the greatest yeah. swordsmen of video game history, um, and, and left-handed, as all the best people are. And if you want to see Mike Casey play Link. Yes. Uh, this Sunday, he will be playing Ocarina of Time in uh, retro recap story mode. Who else uh, is left-handed? From 6 to 8. Me. Oh, that explains yes, a lot. I am also left-handed. I'm and a cool, so I can do both. So, yeah, Giggity. cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yet, Mal- I get in trouble for what? Malnourished said, she "Mad like Mardigan that. from Willow." Yeah, no shit. I could be Mad Mardigan. Uh, um, Val Kilmer uh, playing like the best version of Aragorn prior to Lord of the Rings actually making it to cinemas uh, as Mad Mardigan. Uh, the 
rogue warrior who doesn't want to accept any sort of responsibility, but in the end becomes the the hero of the ser- the, the movie. Uh, next. Taylor Burton said Aragorn. Yes, Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. The uh, Viggo Mortensen. Yes, uh, the uh, Aragorn, son of Arathorn, the North Star, the uh, wielder of uh, Anduril, reformed from the shards of Narsil. The last of the. So many words going on right now. Yeah, the last <laughs> of the um, uh, Noldor. Um, the true king, the uh, the man who lives four hundred years and uh, leaves his his children to run Middle Earth. Um, anyway, because partly said Kratos from God of War. Hell yeah, Kratos is amazing. Uh, I love Kratos. He uh, I don't know that you can necessarily call the Blades of Chaos swords. They're more like big machetes, but a machete is a sword. So you know what? I'm going to give it to you. Oh, is that everybody we got? Circle that just went around. Also, I didn't put him on my list, but Dante from Devil May Cry. I didn't see that anybody else's list, but holy shit! I was thinking about it. It was like Rin. um, I it just left my head. The greatest samurai. He holds back his abilities. Only uses the opposite side of his sword, so he doesn't kill anybody. Oh, Roroni Kenshin. Yeah, yeah. I just popped into my head while we were going through everything. Yes, uh, that is amazing. Also, and uh, Ben Ben found it. Uh, the Blade of Olympus does count. Thank you, Cus Partly. Uh, and Virgil, Virgil's also an amazing swordsman, but he, he's obviously not the better one because he loses to Dante in Devil May Cry 1. Um, secondly, uh, the Massamoon is the name of Sephiroth's sword. Ben fact-checked it while I was talking. And my number one is Masashi Miyamoto. Uh, if you're not familiar with him, Masashi Miyamoto is the most dominant figure of any sports activity in the history of all time ever. From the time he was 18 years old till he died in his 60s, Masashi Miyamoto took part in over 300 uh, duels with katanas and won every one of them without taking a single loss and died of old age, not in a sword fight. Um, Also, he got so good at killing other people with swords that he switched from using real katanas to practice katanas and still had kills under his belt during duels. So that's a man who was like, I'm too good at this with a real sword. I'm going to fight people with real swords with wooden swords and still yeah. killed people. Uh, so this is a real man also. He existed in real life. Okay. Um, Thanks for clarifying that. You're welcome. I know that you have a hard time distinguishing. I do. I and, uh, yeah, uh, one, of the, one of the people that I really idolize, so he's right up there with uh, Michael Jordan and um, – uh, Sports. Howard Hill with Go being sports. the most dominant people in their chosen field. Uh, so, definitely. What's that? Ben. Having a moment? Oh, Ben said, are we going to have a moment of silence uh, for this guy? Yes, F in the chat for the death of Masashi Miyamoto. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, that has been our top five this week. What do you guys think about doing like top five fictional foods? Fictional foods, like or just show food stuff, something. Mm. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, (laughs) Let's do the deaths, death scenes that like hit you hard. 
top five soul crushing death scenes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks, I'm into ben. that. Your, your most impactful, your most, your top five most impactful death scenes to you personally. I love it. So next week, our top five, top five fiction foods. I mean, yes, Taylor. Maybe we'll do that two weeks from now. Were you thinking uh, about this next Naruto week? What? Were you thinking about Naruto? I was thinking about <laughs> uh, oh, the Ichiraku ramen in Naruto, which would probably be my number one. Uh, but uh, yes, top five, uh, five, top five deaths that uh, impacted us the most. Impactful deaths. Yep. Uh, cool. Cool, Yay. cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. That's what. What? Top five. Yeah, that's our top five. Sweet. I, was, I didn't know what you were asking me. I'm not really sure. Have okay. So. Cool. Yeah. You have really pretty eyes. Thanks. Appreciate it. This just got weird. Is it, Brittany? <laughs> uh, are you? So you were feeling a little weird. Always. Are you? Are you done? Yes. Because uh, I'm not done. Damn it. Welcome to Are You Done? Blake, do you want to tell us what's going on here? I do. So uh, this week in Are You Done, we have Thor versus Raiden. Uh, Brittany's got Thor. Danny's got Raiden. This is where we take schoolyard arguments. Uh, we see who's got the best character. We bring them here to the show. They argue back and forth. Uh, we have one minute where they describe their character and how they're badass. Then they have a two-minute head-to-head uh, argument, cutting each other off, trying not to punch each other. And then they get 30-second rebuttals. Uh, and then after that, uh, you also get to vote in the comments. Uh, laughing emoji for Thor. Uh, crying emoji for Raiden. Yes. And then during no. the argument... Which is what we're most likely, you know, which was what we're actually going for more than uh, latter comments, is we want to do those emojis during the argument. Yeah. Hell yeah. So are y'all ready to do this? Oh, I was born ready. All right. So we are going to give Danny a uh, first hand right up front. Absolutely. Uh, one minute on the clock, and let's go. So Raiden, the god of lightning, uh, defender of Earthrealm in the Mortal Kombat series, is the person responsible for putting together the team that defends Earth every Mortal Kombat tournament. Um, He is incredibly powerful with full manipulation ability over lightning. He also has regenerative abilities. He cannot be killed because he's a god. Um, And while he doesn't necessarily have super strength, um, he fights within, like, the level of what a human does. He does have uh, killer moves, uh, incredible finishers, and, again, full control over lightning. Uh, he doesn't necessarily wield uh, weapons, um, but he is a kick-ass martial artist with flight, uh, cool moves, lightning powers <laughs> and uh uh and that good stuff shit i don't know all right that's it for danny on uh Raiden. so now we have a minute on the clock for Brittany on thor and let's go so i really appreciate that you basically already just described thor um <laughs> other than the fact that he does have weapons and he can fly using milnir or his axe um I don't know what's going on. It's not good. <laughs> Let's just roll with it. He Thor may not have like regenerative abilities, but he can just easily replace it. Right now, he's a badass with like no arm. That's like a replacement arm and like a single eye. That's a replacement, and he can still go in there and kick ass, even though he can't like physically regenerate what he has. 
he doesn't need that ability because he's not weak. Um, with Thor, he is the father, like his father is the all father. His mother is an elder god, uh, Gaia. So they were, he was literally formed to be the most badass person in any realm that he goes to because he has access to all of the realms. He doesn't have to go into mortal form to win. He just does it no matter what form that he is in. He has the electricity. He has the thunder. He has the lightning. All right. So that's fun. The cameras were in the wrong place. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I prefer my face bigger on the screen anyways. Cool so beans, cool uh, beans. now we're going to do two-minute head-to-head, uh, cutting each other off, arguing. Uh, let's keep it clean. Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes on the clock, and let's go. So while Thor has the ability yes. to manipulate lightning, yes. he's the god of thunder. Yeah. So while he can direct okay. lightning through his hammer, uh-huh. um, because yes. with thunder comes lightning, he doesn't have control of lightning, unlike Raiden, who is the god of lightning I'm and has actual sure control of does lightning. form the control for it as yes. well as super it's, well it's an interesting well argument mortal, what does the like, god of contacts. thunder do when the god of lightning takes his lightning away from him he just beats the shit out of him can he catch him yeah he, he can't has move super the fa- speed. he can't move at the speed of lightning anymore he can still have super speed you can what, still where? have that, he speed the super that goes speed to that from? level he is, because he's a fucking god he's so kind of all father so it doesn't matter whether or not you take his electricity his mother it does matter if you take his electricity like, that's what powers his abilities his powerful likeness comes within like, I mean, he's got a he's got strength for sure but he's not going to be able to catch lord raiden who can also fully control lightning Even because he's not the, the god of thunder crazy he's the god of lightning you have, like formed for yourself in your head so that way you can win even if he didn't, he has the tactical abilities to just wait and be like, all right, he's going to show up over here. Let's beat his ass whenever he comes over this direction. And he still doesn't and move faster than lightning. He, in your, yes, in your realm, that is correct. Because super speed and having that multiple, like, level speed and the power of gods, elder gods, which Raiden is weak to, Let's keep you those have that going. ability to go through and beat Raiden at any point of time. And Raiden is going to be weak enough in his mind where he wants to defend Earth. In his mind? Yeah. In his he mind? Would how, are you, how are you and establishing and mind this? weaknesses for my character? Because I'm talking with you? No. Uh, Raiden is not weak enough in his All mind. All right. That is it for two minutes. It is. Danny is uh, going to do 30 second rebuttal. No interruptions. And let's go. So as I previously said, Raiden is the god of lightning, whereas Thor is just the god of thunder. Now, my opponent would have you believe that uh, Thor still gets to wield lightning against Raiden, which doesn't really make sense because that's not in his jurisdiction, so to speak. Uh, So once you remove the ability to wield lightning from Thor uh, and gain the speed that lightning grants a character, I just don't think that Thor would be able to keep up with him. And I do agree with Ben Stewart in the comments. The speed that the Flash has is what makes him so powerful, and Raiden would be able to use that same speed to his advantage. All right. You ready to finish this off? Yeah. All right. 30 seconds on the clock, Britt, and let's go. So just because he doesn't have the ability, he goes through... I get points. 
So he goes through, and at any point, whether you're in the comics or you are in wherever you are at, just because he doesn't have the power to control lightning or thunder or whatever at that point doesn't take away all of his other abilities to be a badass and to destroy anyone that comes up against him. Even when he was temporarily mortal, he still became a badass and became a god again. Like, that is just what Thor does. He is one of the mightiest, like, humans, gods, elder gods in every realm. All right. How do y'all feel about that? Uh, I think I think I can leave that all on the, the floor there. What do you think, Brittany? I'm done. <laughs> Give us those emojis, and that is it for Are You Done? All right, welcome back to the show, Britt. I I agree that was an incredibly one-sided fight, and I appreciate you staying calm while I was just totally <laughs> fucking with you over here. Uh, I knew you were, and that's why yeah, I was just laughing and like, uh huh. It's sure, one of those like when this. you're in a situation where there is no like actual win for you, you just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what works? I don't know. He's got super speed based on his lightning. I don't. <laughs> Thor can't use lightning because Raiden has it already. It uh, yeah, cancels let's, it out. Let's do um, this. But anyway, uh, so <laughs> uh, that will be going up on our socials. Um, if you want to continue voting for it, please feel free to keep throwing those into the chat. Otherwise, Thanks, when the video goes Thanks, up God. on our socials, you can vote there as well. Um, Brittany. Yeah. Um, did you see that thing behind you? Never mind, but you should tell us what you're hyper-focusing on this week. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Hyper-Focus! <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, just ignore me. But, so, I've been currently hyper-focused on Valkyrie. I didn't really know much about her until I started going down the rabbit hole of Mighty Thor, and then I scrolled into Valkyrie trying to figure all that out and figure out if the comic Valkyrie is the same as the MCU Valkyrie, which actually turns out that they are. It's just an MCU version. And she has a very rich backstory. She originally became Valkyrie because her lover died, and she got mad and wanted to defend him. So Odin's son saw that, uh, like, commended that, and made her the Valkyrie to bring other soldiers, like, into... uh, uh, No... Son of a monkey. What? I can't think of the name of it. It just Who's a monkey? my head. Uh, the realm for taking the heroes into... Valhalla? Valhalla? Thank you. Uh, yes, the Valkyries carry souls from Earth to Valhalla. Yes. So yes. she was the first one that actually did this. and then She's she the original mad. Valkyrie. Yes. She's the OG. So she originally, like, she got mad at Odin because Odin's a dick. Everybody's uh, always mad at Odin. With this, like, with Valkyrie... She goes through, she gets pissed off with Odin because he makes a deal with another god. I believe his brother or something of the sort. Because the reason he goes to Midgard to begin with is because Who's he's brother? trying to wipe every Odin's brother. Odin's brother. Who's Odin's brother? Goes, I don't remember. Is that Loki? But um, that'd be funny. So Odin's he father is goes Bor. through and he's trying to get rid of all of the actual aspects of his brother from Midgard. That's why he's going through and basically like everybody and that's how valkyrie's husband gets like done uh so that's how she becomes valkyrie she goes through she gets pissed at odin because he makes a deal with another god that makes it to where she cannot go through and get human who's the other god to uh valhalla where's she going i have no idea yeah where is she going 
Oh, what, hella. What, I got that one right what? this time. So she gets mad at him, so she leaves. She comes back. She, like, Thor pisses him off at one from? point, and uh, Wait, Valkyrie Thor goes through Odin and off? actually takes, like, no, her, Thor Thor's Loki side. Oh. So he actually, so this is probably one of the most interesting parts of it that I did not know, is that, and this is where the whole Mighty Thor part that kind of comes in and comes, like, kind of interesting to me, is that at one point, Odin is pissed off with Thor. Valkyrie takes Thor's side. Odin's not okay with that because... Odin, he's so he actually yeah, takes and turns both all. of them into yeah, exactly. mortals. And for Valkyrie, right. for Thor, he's actually the son of Valkyrie's was, previous was lover and like new Deborah lover. Was she like Deborah Blake? Odin is the son of Valkyrie's previous lover? Thor. Anyway, Thor so he's the, the son actual, of Valkyrie's like, previous son. lover. <laughs> well, Thor is the you, son of Gaia. So with um, that... The goddess of... He goes through and... and, and still and hear me with the headphones off. Not as off. much. I don't it's not as much in the back of the I can also take my <laughs> headphones off. So Thor is actually the son of, like, mortal Thor. Is the son of Valkyrie's husband so and a, yeah, lover. It, there's an immortal and Thor? So Donald Blake. Is, the one that ends up is that what we're talking about? Dr. Donald lovers. Blake? And they become lovers. They go through it. Brittany, are you talking about Dr. Wealth. Donald Blake? I remember and when my so name used to be Donald. He had a cane because he had a bad yeah. leg. Whenever I still have it. When he smacked that cane against Odin the wall, it turned into Molnair and turned into Thor. When Odin brings them back to life, he rips like... You know, Donald Blake was recently the villain of a Thor comic book story where he actually got trapped in this alternate reality every time that he, uh, that Thor took the um, Thor persona. Donald Blake got trapped in this uh, perfect realm. uh, And he goes nuts and kills everybody in it. (laughs) And becomes this uh, alternate version of Thor that's a villain. And his uh, cane works like Mjolnir. It's really cool. When she finds the Enchantress, Enchantress is actually really wanting the Enchantress. Wait, what happened with the Enchantress? And so with that, she actually... Trying to like, brings uh, the Enchantress, like Valkyrie, in becomes friends. Valkyrie figures out what's going on, and Enchantress will. Is this actually Loki's daughter, through. Enchantress? No. Is this so, Hela? Enchantress actually. Sylvie takes the um, personality, well, is the, the abilities, and all of the psyche away from Valkyrie in her body, and then leaves her body actually frozen. Um, Asgard's end up getting Valkyrie's body back, but it? they don't realize that her psyche and everything in between is not actually in the body. It's in this orb. And Enchantress will actually slowly release part of it and send it to humans that she's trying to get to manipulate to use that ability she's... and to get them to do what they want. And it gets to the point where each one end up like continuously failing her until the point where she's like... Wait, the this. orb continuously fails her? I'm yeah, sorry, I'm just trying to keep up. Because of the psyche that she's sending into Who's different psyche? mortals. Valkyries. What's and happening to her psyche? Everybody. So, no, I'm honestly trying to pick up what you're talking about. So Enchantress has the psyche of the Valkyrie. All of her abilities, all of her immortality, all of her knowledge, in everything. An in this orb. And she will take pieces of it and send to humans to be able to manipulate what they can do to get her to, so she can actually get immortality. That's her ultimate goal is to have immortality because she doesn't have that. Yes. Okay. Um, and not Sylvie Enchantress, the actual Enchantress. Yeah. Um, so she uses this. She gets to the point where she's tired of it. So what she does is she takes the entire psyche and puts it into this human. Whenever Valkyrie wakes up in this human body, she does not realize that this is not her actual physical body. And she has a lover, and that lover thinks that she is person A. Well, she's actually telling him that she is person B. She is Valkyrie. She Who's has the ability. Uh, what a and real she love has triangle. everything. So what they're going through D? there. But this is where the really interesting part comes through that D. actually like spiraled me a little bit more is that she's part of the Defenders. She's actually part of the Valkyrie Defenders that has Clea that's attached to it. Is that like so, another Avengers? 
No. So oh, that's they like actually the went through. Like Doctor they have Valkyrie. They have, um, or like the Netflix. I think Defenders. Jessica Jones yeah. in it. So they have a couple different characters, including Clea. Just like they the have, Netflix They Defenders. go through and they fight, and they don't realize that she is not the actual body in the physical form. Of so are they with the Iron Fist? Until they go through, and the magic user that they have tries to unlock the psyche, so Valkyrie can kind of have an understanding of who else everybody is. And when she does that, she ends up triggering everything. She realizes everything and causes a concussion. Like chaos breakdown, and I'm done. I feel like you're throwing psyche out the word out there a lot because there's a lot of psyche. So, if I'm following what you were hyper focusing on this week, it is that Valkyrie pissed off Odin, got put in a human body, fell in love uh, with Thor, fell in love with Thor. Enchantress had her Valkyrie persona trapped in a bubble. That's later, but yes, after she's reborn as an immortal god, an orb, yes, and then she was using. Valkyrie's trapped persona, persona, psyche, powers, abilities, everything, to control other humans. Yes, in an effort to become immortal. Yes, and then that gets released. She gets tired of the humans, like with just part of it failing her. So she's like, "All right, what if I put all of it into one being and manipulate that one being?" And that creates Valkyrie. And that creates Valkyrie in this human body. Okay. And she doesn't realize that she's in a human body until she dies. Until she doesn't she hasn't died. They just haven't really put her back into it. It becomes this huge cluster because Jane Foster, spoilers, uh, Mighty Thor actually ends up becoming Valkyrie. Right, yeah, I and knew that. And she becomes, like, she's Thor, she's not Thor, she's back to Thor. All uh, She becomes All-Mother, and then she's not All-Mother, she becomes Mighty Thor again, and now she's Valkyrie. Yeah. And, and so when, there's a lot of In her Valkyrie around. persona, she has the All-Weapon. Yes. Which is the ultimate Marvel Thor's Molnair. Yeah, so the but it ultimate... Shapes. When, that's where it kind of ties into Secret Wars, yeah. Because when the realms are like ending, she's trying to help, but she doesn't have Mjolnir anymore. So there is a damaged one that comes to her. She uses it one last time. When it does, it shatters. It ends up merging with Thor, also like Thor's actual like Mjolnir, but she's left with the all weapon. I can't remember all it's, weapon. It's like the all weapon or yeah. something. Is what it's and called. that's what ends up becoming like this bracelet, and that's how she ends up becoming Valkyrie, and she goes to another realm. Nice. All right. Huh. Definitely this an interesting storyline. Ooh, I do like Valkyrie versus Hot Girl. I think that would be a good fight. Spaceballs versus Star Wars. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, well, Brittany, thank you for sharing the contents I of your everybody. brain with you with us this week. That was great. So, Brittany, in honor of your hyper-focus this week, do you want to do Valkyrie versus Hot Girl next week for our Are You Done? Yeah, we can do that. Okay. And I'll take uh, Hot Girl, I guess. I am curious. If you have an actual character that you think that I would, like, easily spiral down, let me know in the comments. I'm just curious. May or may not actually hit it. Uh, I already kind of have an idea what the next wormhole is that i'm going to be touching base on but i'm curious okay cool yeah uh, don't be afraid to share in the comments what you think Brittany should get interested in because she will and uh very quickly and very easily then we'll all hear all about it in a live format uh <laughs> i almost feel after you said that i should apologize do not <laughs> do not never apologize for being yourself Brittany. Ooh, gundam versus never, Ultron. Ever. that'd be a good one too cool 
So that is about us. Uh, the next time we are out and about and you guys can catch us in public, we will be at Fan Expo Chicago, uh, courtesy of Icon Gaming. Um, which 7th through the 10th? This July 7th through 10th. Uh, if you don't have your tickets for Fan Expo Chicago, you can get them now. And uh, we'll see you guys on the show floor. It's going to be a good time. We also have a application and that doesn't guarantee that it's going to happen but we had an application in to do our live show in the panel room at uh fan expo chicago so you could get to see us do this in person yep there's gonna uh, be an insane celebrity guest list there yeah um from what i understand we're actually going to have a guest in the icon area with us as well oh nice yes Ew, um, and i can't tell you who but um it they're going to be very powerful in a rangery kind of way. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we also have exclusive content for you. If you are a fan of this show and can't get enough of us because I can't get enough of you, um, check out our Patreon. At the $5 level, you can unlock all of our videos. Uh, that includes our uh, Give Me Five series, as well as some content I'm working on currently that I really, really need to quit procrastinating and get up on the Patreon, as well as our hot chip challenge, which was so awful. Very that. hot. It was awful, it but was the full hour-long video is up on the uh, so Patreon for that. Um, I do also want to say uh, thank you to Ken's Comic Man out of Poplar Pluff, Poplar Bluff, Words are hard, Missouri. okay? They are our go-to spot for comics, toys, and all things nerd. Uh, they are, uh, if you're in the Poplar Bluff area or you feel like traveling to go to a really cool comic book shop, they have a little bit of everything. We, do a lot we of have a video there. dropping soon of some of the comics that they have released. Yes. Um, all of the video stuff has been a jerk the last 24, 48 hours, so, but it's going to be dropping soon. And cool. I'm seriously excited about some of them. Yes, and uh, they do a ton of magic tournaments, so if you're a fan of Magic the Gathering, they're the place to go. Um, also, Perkins Performance, they do all of our vinyl work as well as uh, make all of the stickers, including the 400-plus stickers we gave out at Fan Expo St. Louis <laughs> and the 1,000-plus stickers we're going to have to give away at... Uh, Fan Expo Chicago. Can Drop the mic DJ service. Um, they are our sound techs and audio consultants, and they keep us sounding oh so smooth. Um, Picture What Designs. They are our consultants for all of our graphic design and, uh, well, really, design Everything. needs in general. Um, they're currently are consulting on the show setup, and from what I hear, it's going to be... Oh, yeah. Um, Monster Tattoo, Aaron Thurman is a good friend of the show and also does all of the artwork for Kidos the Spearman, our original comic series that we're working on. Lennox and Jude Photography, uh, Jesse Aaron Dew has been a longtime follower of the show, and that is he and his wife's photography studio. Um, they are amazing and have been super supportive from the beginning. Uh, Blake Hickman Construction, we know we couldn't do this show without those guys. And r the Rock and Roll Drive-In out of Chaffee, Missouri. Um, and we like to go hang out at the Rock and Roll Drive-In and do photo ops with the fans. And uh, uh, check them out on Facebook. They have a full list of what their upcoming movie releases will be. And also, what's the last time you were at a drive-in? Check it out. Mm -hmm. It's a good time. It You're is. amazing. I love yeah, uh, and I think for Comically Inclined, that's it? I think so. We feeling good about today's episode? Feeling phenomenal. And you know what? We'll catch you guys later.